0: pharmacy podcast nation and especially our community pharmacy owners do you ever feel like you're getting pushed to do more with less there's a product out there i'd like you to take a look at doing more for your pharmacy and more for your patients is important talking about the pen needle ulti guard safe pack for the same copay for your patients as pen needles alone the UltiGuard guard safe pack provides 100 premium pen needles and a sharps container all in one. When pharmacies dispense the Pen Penneedle UltiGuard Safe Pack, they see consistently higher revenue and higher margins. Check this product out today and let us know what you think. Go to pack forward slash podcast. That's UltiGuardSafePack forward slash podcast. You can get a free sample pack on the website thanks for all you do as frontline health care providers. And thank you for listening to The Pharmacy Podcast.
1: You're listening to The Pharmacy Podcast Network. Castbox and all your favorite podcast players. Join the Pharmacy Podcast Nation today.
2: Not too long ago, we were still property, mm-hmm. and now here we are claiming our ideas as property.
1: Welcome to the Corpreneur Podcast. I'm Ann Arvizu, and I'm inviting you to hop on the fast track from corporate to freedom. Freedom. Executive yeah. experience combined with the mindset of successful entrepreneurship will leave you unstoppable. unstoppable. This content will help you become centered, open, resilient, and energized. Energized. So you can build your business, balance your life, and leave your legacy. Ready to unleash your core power? Let's go. Welcome back to the Corpreneur Podcast. This show is about entrepreneurial women leaders who get the impossible done in record time and enjoy life in the process because they stay true to their core. Over the past 11 years, since I envisioned and then started teaching the CCI Life and Balance Wheel, which has now evolved into what I call the core centrics method, I've worked almost equally with corporate executive women who need to be entrepreneurial in what they do, as well as with women entrepreneurs. So if that's you, I'm connecting you today with a great leader. I have surrounded myself with leaders, mentors, coaches, and women who want to encourage you by sharing what's working now, inspire you to tap into your core power, and be that person that leads personally and in business in integrity so that you can create the masterpiece you envision. So I can't wait to introduce my guest today, Allie Brown, and tell you how I found her. Since about 2006, I've been a coach and a mentor, and I've always had coaches and mentors in my life. I really believe in that process of connecting in. I've done it for decades. It was early 2018, and I started searching online for mentors that were already doing a few things similar to what I wanted to do next and similar to some of the things that I'm launching now even this year, such as this podcast. When you don't really know where to begin, the best thing you can do is start by going to someone who does. So I started Googling and that's when I stumbled upon the Secret Millionaire episode with Allie Brown. And I saw her heart for giving philanthropy and angel investing. If you haven't seen that show, first grab a box of tissues and then go Google it because it will make you cry And it will totally just get to your heart like it did to me. For me, giving back goes hand in hand as a hallmark of true success. So that was important to me when picking my next few coaches and mentors. If you are an entrepreneurial woman, especially one who's been trained as a coach, I am sure you've been in this game, this world long enough of online entrepreneurship, and you've probably heard of Allie Brown. If you are listening on the Pharmacy Podcast Network, you are going to love her. Pharmacists, scientists, physicians are some of the most stressed out sentient beings on earth, but they're also some of the most entrepreneurial and creative when they need to be. And I like bringing a different side of a conversation together. So listening to how leaders like Ali have made the shift from corporate to freedom and can help you make some shifts in your own company or business is very important. Allie Brown has advised the businesses of many of the seven and eight figure thought leaders you see thriving today, including both of my companies, RXER Communications and Corecentrics Inc. She's been spotlighted on CNN.com and has been dubbed the entrepreneurial guru for women by Business News Daily. She was named a Forbes woman to watch, one of EY's winning women entrepreneurs, made the Inc. 500 list and was an entrepreneur delegate for the United Nations Foundation's Global Accelerator. You can find her at AllieBrown.com, her social media channels, and her award-winning Glambition radio show. If you haven't heard that and you are a woman entrepreneur, that is a show for you. You can find it on iTunes. I'll put all the links and hashtags and everything to everything that I say and that Allie and I say in our recording in the post and in the show notes below. I love her because she is married to this Australian guy, Brett, and their parents to six-year-old twins. I've met Brett and the twins and Allie a few times, as well as their kids, and they're just this cute unit. I love that Brett comes to all of our meetings. He's like the one that calls us to order, and I hope he kind of stays as part of her newest initiative that uh, she has just ventured into, which I mentioned the trust. Like, I hope he's like our one honorary guy because he's Really, a great person to have around. Sometimes you learn from people because they're telling you something, and that's advice or mentorship. And sometimes you learn from people because they are asking the right question, that's coaching. And Allie's great at that. Sometimes you learn from observing. So, leadership by example is one of the highest forms of leadership. And Allie and Brett embody that. They have success in their marriage, in their business. They're integral with who they are, both separately and together. And I love that we can see couples can really get it right in business. It's a joy to watch for me. My husband and I have worked together in the same industry for a long, long time. And we've actually worked together in five companies. So like even literally right down the hall from one another, it's been really cute. And I love that. I love to see that with Allie and Brett as well and take it to a whole nother level as an entrepreneur. They are based in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they spend part of each year in Sydney, Australia. So when Allie and I got together to do this podcast, there were some technical difficulties. I couldn't get it to record. I am fingers crossed hope that the Sound sounds great that uh, everything goes well with this. And we jump right into the conversation. We talk in this episode that I have called Copycats and Thieves because there is just so much noise out there. And one of the things that is Allie's core messages is kind of like the Coco Chanel quote don't be like the rest of them, darling, right? Just go in another direction when everybody's going right, go left. Be yourself, but just don't go left because that's the other direction. Go in the direction of your heart. We talk about what to do when somebody comes at you, when somebody, as Ali says, is nipping at your heels or stealing your stuff. And we jump into the conversation here and then we talk about what to tap into because entrepreneurship is not just this perfect straight line, like everybody on Facebook and Instagram will have you think. It's not all sunshine and roses and unicorns. It's being in the trenches for sometimes a long time to get an idea birthed. And there are some people out there that are midwives, if you will, kind of for this message. Allie's definitely one of them. So join us in progress as Allie and I jump right into this conversation for
2: you. Hey, Allie. Hi, How are you doing? I'm good. It's a little rainy here in Arizona, which irritates oh. us, but otherwise it's beautiful.
1: Oh, good. Well, it's cloudy here in South Florida. Sorry you had to leave our fair state. Oh, you, uh... When I did loved you go it. home? When
2: did you go home? We were there until Sunday, actually. I had a few more meetings and then I never even took out the swimsuit. I brought like a swimsuit, a big pool hat, (laughs) like all this stuff like that bag did not even get open. But it was a really awesome week, very productive and great to see you.
1: Wow, that's great. It was great to see you too. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about that later because that's important. But today our, our episode for our listeners is going to be about copycats and thieves, right? We as entrepreneurs or as corporate executives, as women, as brilliant lights in a dark place, we have these great ideas and we put them out there. And sometimes they're taken from, they're stolen from. And as you know, I'm just gonna set it up for our listeners, the CORE and COREpreneur is a trademarked acronym and it stands for being centered, open, resilient, and energized. And Allie, you're one of the mentors in my life. You've seen the wheel I've co-created and you've seen the core centrics method the business that we've built around it, which leaders can use to tap into their core power, Mm -hmm. right? So that they can build a business and live a balanced, rewarding life. But whether you're an entrepreneurial executive, or if you're an entrepreneur determined to get to, for example, where your tribe has, which is the seven and eight figure mark of success, the main question for me always becomes what's in your core, And I often say that the road to entrepreneurship looks more like the stock market. It's full of ups and downs. And it's in those downs, I believe, that we make the critical decisions. So I would love to talk today about the road to entrepreneurship for you. What was your background before becoming an entrepreneur? And how did you get to become this global entrepreneur, coach, and mentor, and leader that you are now?
2: Ooh, do you have all day? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think there's a few key turning points I think many people can relate to. And that is, you know, when I got into the working world out of school, I, I actually enjoyed having a job. I liked the work I did. I liked talking to people. I liked being very productive and helpful. Like I always had that dream of the corner office and, and then man, after a few years though, I started to think something was wrong with me because I I didn't like it. And, and I felt like this, this boxed in feeling, and I had all these ideas and things I wanted to implement and no one cared to hear them. It was kind of like, you know, just get your job done in the cube and look busy till five. (laughs) Even if I was done and productive, you know, you're still supposed to sit there. So I had an awareness shift, which I think is sometimes that's that's painful because when you become aware of an alternative, that won't go out of your mind. You can't unrealize that. You can't unsee mm-hmm. that. And I'd started to get to know these freelancers at this little ad agency I worked with. And I'm like, what do you guys do? You come and go all day and you're tanned and it's summertime mm-hmm. and and they said, well, you could probably freelance too. You know, we've noticed you're a good copywriter and you probably could get some side projects. I said, oh my gosh, really? And so honestly, a few months later, and this is, remember, like 27, nothing to lose, no kids, no pets. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the time to do that stuff. It was fantastic. I remember being so excited. And, and the excitement was more prevalent in me than the worry. And I think that's, it's something I want to echo to back right now. You know, as I'm recording this, this is a very turbulent time for many businesses. And even like things, plans we were making a week ago have changed. And we're trying to assess what to do. Do we have contingency arrangements? What's going on? What's the true risk versus the hype and all this stuff? Right. And and it's kind of the same thing. You have to maintain that excitement and the vision and the leadership over Mm the fear. And mm-hmm. so back then, though, I have to say, I was so glad that the internet had not taken off yet, because I was in this this bubble of just knocking on doors and talking to people and asking for their business and getting little projects i did everything from a brochure in a funeral home to a, <laughs> a jewelry wow. website and then little by little within a year later i was having just someone knew someone who said hey dun and brad is doing these um, catalogs and they they need someone right now to like do some copy editing and so i would just say yes to everything and i think that's a feeling that we need to get back to sometimes because we want to overplan things so what I did when, and again, this is dating some of you who may be younger listening, someone handed me that AOL CD. Do you remember that thing? Yes. Oh my gosh, that changed <laughs> everything. Like that, I'm connected to the world and what is this? And we're all like sharing. And and I started a newsletter because I thought, well, I like to write and maybe I could share some of these tips I've been learning. And this is supposed to be a good way to get clients. And so I started a little newsletter list. That started growing and that's what really started getting me those referrals like in a really good way. Then I started having people ask me, How are you getting these referrals and how do I publish a newsletter? And I didn't even know half what I was doing, Anne, but I yeah. just thought, well, I know more than they know, and so I think I can help them. And I put together a guide, an ebook, literally bought an ebook on how to sell ebooks <laughs> and got a crappy looking page up. And from there, like it just all kind of rolled itself out. I was listening for clues. I had people asking me, how are you doing this? And I would turn around and teach it. If I was doing something, I would turn around and teach it and then doing again and then going around and teaching it. And that turned into workshops, coaching, really at our largest point, we were an Inc. 500 company. I had several coaches and a large team working under me. We had hundreds and hundreds of women in our programs. Mm. And that's really how all this started and how I built that business.
1: I love that. So really, you just said yes to everything. That was that was one thing I picked up. And you just put copy out there. You actually, it's kind of a play on words that you were a copywriter, but you started creating that copy. You started creating content and you put it into different directions right you kind of cast your bread upon the water if you will and then it came back to you and it was in different directions it wasn't really you didn't have it all figured out you just went and as you went you learned and you grew you said yes and some women are not saying yes so many women are holding back on an idea that they might have because they're worried that if they put their content out there they'll be stolen from or copied. And it happens all the time. It's happened to me. Has it ever happened to you? Give us oh, an example. It,
2: it has, it can, and it will. And I found this, I don't know, maybe I'm just that kind of person, but I I was shocked. Like I didn't quite understand what just happened when that first happened to me. And I'm like, did mm. someone just, is this what I'm seeing? And, you know, I kind of shut the computer then open it again. I'm like, no, that's it. Like they, you know, it's a loaded topic because there's the external issue that it's wrong and then people shouldn't do that and then there's the internal issue of what you focus on you know i think as you become more successful your ip may be much more valuable than it was previously and that's when you know i'm like you know set good intentions be a good person and have a good lawyer you know when those types of cases but something interesting has come up for me over the years that when i do see or feel people kind of nipping at my heels Mm-hmm. um and what i'm doing i know i'm not moving forward fast enough
1: right that
2: either i'm not out there enough with it and so it's not obvious that it's my thing
1: mm-hmm.
2: or it just means i've kind of stayed in the same pool a bit too long and need right. to move on people build businesses differently and they evolve differently and my business has always followed my personal evolution and it sounds like a bit getting to know you, Anne. It has as well. And, and I think so many of us women are here to be thought leaders. We're birthing new concepts. We're birthing new ideas, new paradigms. We're changing the model. We're disrupting things. Right. But that comes with learning how to handle these things, which may you wouldn't have to deal with if you weren't leading, so I think first of all and, and I know it doesn 't make anyone feel better, but we're like, "Oh, it means you have good stuff, Mike thanks, that doesn't help me right now., you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would always be in a fury, but you know I think where I could be most helpful is just that internal perspective in that if you sense that's happening, it means you need to do more do more from where you are with what you have, you are not out there enough. If that's a possibility right now, you are not out there enough. If I need to nudge anyone who's feeling that right now.
1: Yeah. I I really agree. Absolutely agree. This is so true. It's happened to me. You know that. I've gotten trademarks back after many years of having them stolen. It's just amazing that when you do tell people something like there's, there's that there's get it out there. There's also go faster, but also is there a little protect yourself involved? How can you, how can we protect ourselves?
2: Yeah. And listen, again, you know, I I feel like I should always be disclaiming, like I'm not a legal financial advice person, (laughs) but, you know, have a good trademark attorney. You want to get some good advice. There are some times that, you know, we decided things weren't worth chasing after. And there's some times we were like, no, that's my freaking thing. And this is what I stand for. And we're going to put this, you know, we're going to take care of this. So, you don't need to go spend a lot of money, but just get educated on basic trademark usage, what you can claim, what you can't. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gray area, which is the good news and bad news. It depends what situation that you're in. I was thinking through like a funny example. Mind, bu- Someone once copied my whole bio and then just inserted their name. <laughs> like, we've had the weirdest stuff happen. And then I used to have um, this free CD on my website and someone literally copied the image put their name in it, but left my picture.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Like, like, and I'm thinking, okay, how is this? Like, I'm like, I don't don't know if I'm more flabbergasted that they copied it or more flabbergasted they thought that like, no one would see like, that's not, you know, that's Allie Brown. Like (laughs) the the funniest thing. Like,
1: did did they think you were a stock image? I mean, that's Uh, really funny. I don't know,
2: I don't (sighs) know. It's just, but it's the funniest thing because when that happened, I mean, we obviously reached out to this person and said, your CD has Allie Brown's picture on it. Like, we're glad you liked it. You take that down. And at the same time, I was like, gosh, you know, I've been using that for too long. It's time to change it. You know, it's a great excuse for us to, to change the image. we got to upgrade everything. We've been kind of letting it sit there for a while. And, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's very uncomfortable for us as women too, because when you look at the timeline of recorded history and our power and what we've had, I mean, I mean not too long ago, we were still property. Mm-hmm. And now here we are claiming our ideas as property. Here we are mm-hmm. claiming our businesses and we're like buying property and owning property, literally, I mean, just think yeah. about this in a very short span of time. And so be gentle with yourself too if you don't know how to handle something. Be gentle with yourself if you're feeling kind of sick over it. You know, if you're gonna feel this in your body, that's that's not uncommon. But every woman I've worked with who is really stepping into a place of power something like this in their business will come up and how they decide to handle this determines their trajectory. It may not even be related to the result of them fighting for it, but it's who they become in the process and the Mm -hmm. person they are stepping into becoming because that energy is so strong. You are claiming your worth.
1: Mm -hmm. Stepping into who you are, claiming your worth and expressing yourself and and being able to express yourself not only through words but <laughs> on the cover of a cd etc and getting yourself out into the world we both came from a corporate background right you know you're in the fast paced new york world i was in the biopharma industry and i was told in many ways not to show who i was you sign papers. No religious objects at your desk. Soon after you join a job, you start to wear the gray suit instead of the flowery pants. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember that I was told to take down a Joyce Meyer calendar at one company that I loved and respected, and I loved. Oh, for God's Meyer. sake! Yeah, I, I won't name the company, but suffice it to say, it's it could be. Joy, it's Joyce. Who doesn't love Joyce? It's Joyce, right? It's, you know, she's so
2: positive.
1: <laughs> I know. But it could be ABC Global Pharma. This is sort of the industry, and this is many yeah, industries yeah. that suppress who we are. And yet, at the same time, I could walk into a conference room and see maybe religious art from another religion. And it's like, why do I have to suppress who I am? Why do I have to quiet my voice or talk slower? Or if I am verbose, then put me into a a role that makes sense, right? And not make me just do a bullet point email in three. You know how it is. But I think there's something deeper. And the core in core centrics, this thing that keeps you centered, open, resilient, and energized, you had a great example of that and how it happens for women entrepreneurs. At the iconic event that you held in Scottsdale in 2018, something so refreshing and remarkable occurred. You had guest speaker Claudia Chan in the room, and you asked a simple question. You looked out at all of us and you said, how many of you want to hear about spirituality? Can we, can we talk about that? Almost every hand went up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Claudia was able to talk about higher power, about God, about her you know what's in her core that keeps her grounded mm. and i've heard you on maybe videos before in the past talk about higher power as well so life is not a straight line to success and neither is the road to entrepreneurship during those darker times during those down times or those times you were really mad or stolen from or what have you maybe even a good time like after you had your kids but business you know you put a little on the back burner what did you tap into to get yourself back, to get your core power back?
2: When I know that I'm starting to verge on becoming fearful of something or uncertain, that means I've lost my connection. Mm -hmm. you know like and and what's interesting is uh, literally this week you know with all the developments of the the news and coronavirus you know it's a totally different situation situation this week than last week and you know there's practical things happening people canceling events we're deciding what to do you know it was one of those moments i'm just like jesus take the wheel you know (laughs) yes like it was just one (sighs) of those mornings It really comes down to trust and, you know, whatever you want to call that, your higher power, your higher Mm -hmm. self, you know, whatever, whatever your flavor is. But like, I know it just gives me so much comfort and purpose knowing that sometimes I'm not in control and it's okay that there is someone, something else looking out for me. I mean, when we all look back on our life, really, when you look at like your life and, and things that have happened... When I do this exercise with some clients, I said, you know what, think back to really one of the most five to 10 pivotal times of your life. And that may have been a little scary or crazy and how you came out the other side. Is there any doubt that you had some assistance? Is there Mm -hmm. any doubt? that something miraculous happened? Is there any doubt that you were okay in the end? If you're here today listening to this, I'm going to guess there was likely a moment there. And, you know, again, everyone believe what you want to believe, but we can't explain everything in this world. And it's interesting because you are a scientist, right? Mm -hmm. You come from a very, very linear world. And, And scientists admit there are things we don't understand about the body and consciousness and how we tap into things. And so, I mean, this is here for you. This is here for you to use. And I think we forget and we forget to use it sometimes until we're in a time of crisis. I'm guilty of that as well. Sometimes I think we're great. We don't think much about God or higher power. It's just kind of going. I I try to practice gratitude. I have to remind myself with little notes and things. And then, you know, when it's, when it's a time I'm uncertain, which is to be frank, pretty rare lately, like, because I've, I mean, years and years of building up this muscle, you know, but there are times that I'm like, okay, I'm not sure why this is happening, but I trust you. I trust you. And I feel this just relief and release in my body. It's just, it's, it's, it's a big shift. It's interesting. Several years ago, I kind of came out, I did this course called higher power. And it's interesting. It may be the time to bring that out again. Wow. I actually did this. It was like a six part course just on. I was really that was vulnerable for me sharing like my relationship with higher power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a discussion group on how to use it, setting intentions, prayer. You know, maybe this is something you could do with printer because you really did reinvent the wheel.
0: Because <laughs> you
2: you, <laughs> that core part, I remember when I was with you that day with that beautiful suite overlooking Camelback Mountain. Mm-hmm. And, um, When you showed me, you said this is what I'm I'm doing, this is what I'm gonna work on and and I'd like your, you know, your help and like how do we let's map this out. And I said, Oh, this is this is amazing because I have never seen that core part added to that, you know, life balance wheel that we all hate. It never because it never made sense. It never made sense. And, and you helped it make sense. And, and I think, listen, I don't meditate. I can't sit still that long. I'm not that, I'm not that kind of person. But just even a few moments, sometimes in the car, like in the parking lot, I will just close my eyes for a minute and, and connect. And I think that's really important for us to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And watching the signs and trusting, you just mentioned that word trust. We need more of these conversations, Allie. And, and you just created something called the trust which I'm a part of and I'm I'm proud to be a founding member of it. We just got done a meeting in Miami Beach last week, our very first one. Talk to us about what your vision is for the trust and, and where you see it going next.
2: Mm. The trust was on my mind for several years and it was an idea that kept popping up. As I reached the higher levels of revenues, I I've been very blessed to be privy to some of some amazing circles. I'm in the EY winning women. I'm in, you know, the Inc. five hundred. Mm-hmm. I get invited to things that many women would just love to go to, but but can't. These are many of these things are application closed things. And and even then when I get in there we get together and do something and then no one would stay in touch. It was hard to get people to, you know, get advice from them or supportive or, or they just, you know, some of these groups just weren't in, in, none of the ones I mentioned, but there's some other groups I've tried to join at the higher levels and they just don't seem in touch with a lot of how our businesses run these days. Modern, quickly, thought leadership, all these components. I kept wishing and that someone else would do it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, looking up at God going, I can't handle this. I, I am too tired for this. Like, I just want to sleep. Can you just give this idea to someone else? And it, it makes me want to cry saying that I literally so you know, when you just can't, you, there's an idea and it's just not ready. It's circling around. It's bouncing. Yes. Off and you're kind of like shooing it away going, yeah, come back next year. Can't handle that. And then something clicked this past year. You know, my twins are six. It's a whole new age. Oh my gosh, Jordan's been homesick this week. And it's not like, you know, he's, he's here, but doesn't need our constant attention. And it's just a great age. And I felt this sudden liberation as a mom, mm-hmm. you know, and this new energy. And I decided it was time because there were so many women that I had worked with that I was running into that was kind of telling about the idea. And finally, it was like, when are you going to do this? And I just, I finally said now. And so we launched this in November. And the trust is a new premier network for women entrepreneurs in the seven and eight figures. A few things that I wanted to do differently. One is it be modern tech. We have a high-end proprietary app that we've put together that keeps everyone connected. Mm -hmm. We have live meetings though, which I feel very strongly about. We're gonna probably make some contingencies, you know, with, with recent events, but man, there's nothing like being in that room together with closed doors and having the conversations. I mean, I I witnessed it and you did as well. These conversations that are not had in other rooms and bringing in leaders to work with us at super high levels, not BS personal development people, but like real women who've built like nine figure companies. you know what I mean? Right. Like a lot of these other events will bring in popular authors and people with, with good information, but it's, these women are you know, they read the books. They don't need that. They need really business advice. Man, Ellen Latham came in from Orange Theory. I still want her energy. I'm still blown uh, away by her.
1: She's a firecracker.
2: Yeah. Absolute. And then the, the word trust for me meant so many things. When you think of the, a trust with money, it's somewhere safe to to put things. When you think of trust between women, which is relatively a new concept for us. Mm-hmm. and trusting each other at these levels see when you're in corporate there is a limited amount of spots at the top when right. you're in that world it's an adjustment for a lot of women to be in a room and be in a safe place i had a gal join one of my groups like two years ago one of my smaller coaching groups it's called Premier. that's where they get one-on-one attention from me and she said to me later i've never been in a room that was a safe space for women like this and that really stuck with me And mm-hmm. and that's what i want to create and then and I'm creating. I have to stop saying it's happening. Like it is yeah, happening. It's
1: already it's happening. happening I'm already yeah. a part of it. Loved it. I look forward to more, no matter how it has to morph because of external circumstances, whatever's going on with a global pandemic, whatever. But as we block that out, because that's on the periphery of our lives. And if we can make the switch, like you alluded to earlier, you make the switch from the fear, which is all head to this is it. This is what I'm doing and moving forward anyway and tapping into your core power. This is really sort of the secret. That's and all there a, bit is to it. a bit of surrender, a bit of surrender, which for me oh, is hard. That's and good.
2: This month, this month is about surrender. This month is about me saying, you know what? I'm going to trust that This may look different than we thought this spring and summer. This may grow differently. Maybe we have to change some things. Like, And once I told myself that, I totally relaxed. Yeah. I thought, you know what? Maybe we thought we'd have a, a, a spike new members this month. Maybe it's going to be next month. Maybe March is just what it is. And I suddenly relaxed then. You know, I wasn't trying to force things and that's a good place to be in. So that's why as a business owner too, you always want to have extra cash put away. You want a contingency plan. The people who are panicking are people who don't have those plan Bs. You see all these events getting canceled and stuff and speakers don't know how to handle this. The events don't know how to handle this. It's always like, you know, full intention, full on, but, but with a bit of that surrender, which keeps you sane.
1: That's great, Allie. Thank you so much today. You're really walking your own talk and being transparent with us that, you know, it's not always perfect, but uh, there are things that we can do. We can trust, we can surrender, we can tap in. And uh, thank you for leading the pack and leading the cause and and walking your own talk in, in integrity. Appreciate you, Allie Brown. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for listening. If you'd like this episode, please head over to Apple podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a rating and review. If you are ready to make your move to entrepreneurial freedom and success, success. then take action. Now head over to my website and and get our most requested free download. Your 10 step corporate to freedom checklist is a transformational self-assessment tool that will help you visualize and create a life and business you truly deserve. Until next time, stay centered, open, resilient, and energized.